Welcome back to another episode of Burning Pre-Sales Podcast, where I am very, very happy to welcome to the room, the virtual Zoom room, it's Don Carmichael. Welcome, Don. Great to have you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I I haven't been on one of these in a very, very long time. So thank you so much for the invite. There's some brilliant people that you're getting on the Burning Pre-Sales series. It's it's amazing. Fantastic learning opportunity. That's very kind. Yeah, series two, when we're 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 firing our way through some amazing people in the industry and uh you have been an amazing person in the industry um and and seen a bunch of changes but you'll you, there's a particular change that you're that you see happening now why don't you tell people about that well yeah so one of the things i've been thinking about recently and i'm going to explore um a little more when hopefully when we get to demo fest so we'll explore this a little bit more yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's giving it that. Um, uh, this is going to sound controversial, and uh, and I know you can't throw fruit at me or whatever, or <laughs> but um, you can throw virtual fruit at me for saying this. Is it? I'm starting to wonder whether we actually need uh, kind of live demos anymore. Now, let me get some context behind this because some of you are going to go, meh, not doing them anyway, and then other people go, no way. And I, I know companies like, um, let's say, ServiceNow would will be horrified that I just said that. But but please, kind of, you know, uh, let me, you know, I've got a, a few things that will help me kind of navigate towards uh, wh- why I'm thinking that. So for the context, yes, product-led growth, um, and then there's this new thing, product-led sales, is essentially uh, self-service stuff. There was never really, or never supposed to be any live demos in that kind of buying journey. It was all, you know, it was all content that was kind of um, self-consumed, you know, and and we're now in these days, we've got new types of content. It doesn't have to be a video is that you can actually try things out. So consensus have got tours and a new version of it that they've just launched, which which is brilliant. And there are other products out there that do kind of screen scraping and, and make the, uh, you know, a hands-on experience kind of pretty bomb proof takes you on a, a story all that kind of thing so that's that's kind of one end of things um uh, uh and then we had the other end of things which is well it all has to be live you know it's this is high-end enterprise stuff that what is it they call it the white the white glove experience you know it, it always has to be live and um, now my argument with this is we're kind of moving in we're in this kind of buyer enablement world and hopefully everybody now you know hopefully we're all nodding about the idea that in buyer enablement um, you know, a lot more has to become video because a lot more of it has to be self-service. A lot more of it is about the buyer's behavior who want to research things well ahead of the point where they put their hand up and say, now you can sell to me, which is essentially this two thirds of the way through the buying process where our, you know, our sales process begins. So, you know, so there's always a challenge and always will be about how you create content that fits into that first two thirds, but also um, the buyers have got used to consuming that kind of content, videos, you know, um, uh, self-service um, uh, demos, that kind of thing. Is it, you know, why doesn't, shouldn't that fit into the rest of the, the process? So if we go back to something that Consensus have talked about for a long while, about the idea there are six types of uh, demo. Now, five of them could always be, um, straight away, you could say they could always be uh, in video. You know, no problem them being video. But there was always one which was this kind of the idea of a closing demo, the technical demo. And he said, well, that always has to be live. And now there's a history to this, which is, so in big enterprise sales, the idea was you kind of do discoveries, all these kind of services that pre-sales people would do and the sales team would do. And it would be, the aim would be to get all the big decision makers in a room 
air and you do this kind of closing demo and it's live and we show you, you know, this is our differentiators, you know, this is why you're going to buy it. You know, it's not features and functions anymore. We really are drilling into, this is what we've discovered. This, this is what's going to create the outcomes and the, the value that you're going to make your decision on. And that, that was always great. Um, but even before we got to kind of COVID and lockdown, um, you know, there was a problem that, well, kind of um, people on Zoom, are on virtual meetings, not everybody's, not everybody's kind of there. And the other thing we've learned with buyer enablement is, well, who are all these buyers? And, and I would argue that in a lot of cases, um, if you're still doing this kind of closing demo, how many of the, the actual stakeholders do you think you've actually got in front of you or on the Zoom call? I mean, it's quite possible you've only got maybe half of them. So this historical idea that you've got this kind of big live closing demo um, where, you know, you appeal to everyone's, um, uh, you, you know, their sense of, you know, what their personal value proposition is and you close everything down. Well, surely that's impossible now because you can't possibly in one live, you know, Zoom or physical event uh, appeal to or contact or convince all of the different stakeholders. So my, my point with this is I think we're going to have to move to a stage where um, it's not that you don't have a live uh, uh, call. You know, you don't give the buyers opportunities to ask questions in a live context, you know, to share the, uh, that information, to, to talk about it. It's just that why do you have to have a demo then? If they've already got used to um, uh, consuming demonstrations, even personalized ones, you know, via uh, video so that they can share it, so they can, you know, the famous thing that we're finding out um uh, you know, recently that people are consuming some of these demos on Sunday evenings, you know, you would think people would work kind of nine to five. And yes, some cultures, you know, uh, Sunday is a working day. And, um, you know, but there's a lot of evidence that the idea of a working week is kind of filtering all over the place. So, so my argument is, I think we need to start thinking about, you know, I, I think it's history and a kind of legacy of how we've sold that's trapped us into the idea that there's this kind of closing live demo thing i think um, as we move into the future i don't think it's going to be a demo i think it's going to be uh, some, an advisory session a consulting session you know a session where um people can bring um you know uh, questions they've got you know um and we can still close them down but you don't have to show any product anymore because the buyers have got used to um you know uh, consuming it themselves so now that's going to be a bit challenging for some companies, but I, I think the challenge has got more to do with how you think about how you sell. And I think buyer enablement and the idea that you should think from what does the buyer actually want. Um, and certainly this idea that, you know, we, you're not going to reach in a lot, in any single live session, you will not reach all of the decision makers, especially in more complex um, uh, sales. You know, there are many more stakeholders that you can't reach on your own. That's the power of, you know, shared videos and and creating kind of uh, um, uh, dis, you know d discovery value value propositions that are portable and and can be taken by your you know your, your champion within the buyer and kind of communicated around the business. This is why we're going to buy this solution. So yeah. So what do you think of that? I know I know that's a long discourse there. Have I have I kind of built enough arguments for why there might not be live demos in the future? Yes, well, I think you've created a huge amount of pause for thought for many, many people, because you're right. I think the way that people are buying is changing. Um, and the understanding of the activities that each buyer needs to do and can do that so self in a self-service way, um, whilst certainly not to the detriment of their process, perhaps even to the benefit of it, I think is 
massively impactful. And Don, you know, as a perfect snippet of reasoning, what is it? Just a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And I, I'm really looking forward to having you back again very yeah, soon. Um, so thank you very much, Don. Any last last words about that? Well, I just, again, don't mistake this that I'm kind of going, oh, yeah, we've had all that for ages. It's called product-led growth. I'm talking about top-end enterprise stuff where, you know, historically that that is even a step in your CRM system. Have we had the live closing demo? And, and I was just think about the buyers um, and your access to them and whether that's an effective thing to do with any live time you have with people. Amazing, amazing. Such a fan. Such a champion of everything that you do, Don. Uh, super pleasure to have you on and look forward to having you back on Burning Pre-Sales podcast very soon. Thanks very much. Thank you.